I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bitch, bitch. Bitch, bitch. Bitch, bitch. A bitch, 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 Welcome back to Batch Bitch. It's Batch Bitch and we're back, bitch. My name's Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And, and this is where we're starting from. Apparently, we're back, bitch. <laughs> Can you just yes and me? Yeah, I, that was what I was doing. <laughs> I was just saying, yes, I appreciate what you do, but also um, with a slight hint of sarcasm. I'm the rock of this podcast and you're like a pickaxe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, just kidding around. How are you going? Um, okay, that seems aggressive. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm good. Um, what Some things, what have I been doing this week? I, I've been reading this book, um, which has also been making me sad. Mm-hmm. Just like The Bachelor, it's a it's called Eggshell Skull by Bree Lee, and she um yeah anyway it's about the um law system and how it uh, favors men in rape cases and things like that. Yeah, I really want to read that. We met. Did you meet her? Yeah, yeah, at Splendor. Yeah, so yeah. we were both at Splendor in the Grass this year. Danielle yeah. performing and me just scurrying along as a little plus one rat. Naomi was performing as uh, one of Splendor's best punters. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. I did do some good Instagram <laughs> content, which I've talked about before, so I won't bring that up. Um, but yeah, she was there doing like um, doing a talk about it. Yeah. And I remember Vig Serbst, friend of the show, who's definitely not listened to the show, <laughs> but was very excited about the concept of the show, um, like lost her mind. She was reading it and she was like, she's here. And I'm like, yeah, that's her right there. And I pointed yeah. to her and she was just like, ah! like just went over and poured her heart out to her. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. When she did the talk, I was like, I'm getting you a book. And then we ordered it while we were there. <laughs> and it came in the mail. Uh. And yeah, it's so great so far. But also uh, quite uh, upsetting. <laughs> yeah. You know. It sounds upsetting yeah. <laughs> from what I've heard. I should read it. My friend was like, you would love this book. And I'm like, what's it about? And she's like, child sexual abuse. And I was like, sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh cool. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, good read but a tough emotional read 
Yeah. yeah. I would recommend anybody read that if you uh, want to slash can. And if you're a man, you better fucking read it. Yeah, <laughs> you should. Because <laughs> if you're like, ah, that stuff doesn't exist, sexism isn't real. Yeah, just read that because um, you'll see how things favour them. 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 It's them versus us. Them. <laughs> yeah. On a similar note, I've been following something that's been happening in the US. Which oh, yes. I'm not going to delve into much because this is a podcast about The Bachelor, not about triggering everyone. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that has been really upsetting to watch unfold and I'm very depressed and oh. I got to stay off Twitter because everyone on Twitter is – well, everyone I follow is American and they're uh, all just like, the world's ending. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was weird because I don't really know much. You know I don't know much about what's happening in the <laughs> yes. world um, ever. And so I've been seeing stuff but not really knowing what it's about. But as I'm reading this book and just like being like going through different court cases that she's like worked on and things and how she was just sitting there being like, how are you all not – putting this man in jail mm. and um, then seeing like all that and just seeing like the pictures of people like behind, you know, like the pictures of the women, like disgusted. Oh, no, they're his family. Are those his family? Yeah. And they hate him. <laughs> no, they don't. Oh, it's just a picture. Yeah, everyone was like, this is such a mood. So obviously we we're talking about Brett Kavanaugh. I don't know how to say his name and I refuse to learn because um, he doesn't deserve it. But. Um, and there's like this picture of him like sitting in sitting in a chair being interviewed and just screaming like I'm a good boy I was a virgin therefore I can't have assaulted any woman and um, and then there's just like yeah a row of women just like so upset behind him but yeah that's like his wife his mother they're all just like sad that he's he's not getting the job they're like how can you destroy this man's career oh. over an allegation it's like he's li- it's literally just like a job interview no one's sending him to jail no they're just like. Should he be in the highest court in America and decide what women get to do with their bodies? Jesus Christ. I guess he's used to deciding what women should do with their bodies or what he gets to do with their bodies. Anyway, sorry, let's move on. That's depressing. <laughs> um, um, oh, I had uh, – I did a gig yesterday, which was weird. It was, an, mm. it was a, a small music festival in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it was supposed to work was I was supposed to come on, do 10 minutes. Then I was supposed to introduce a band. Then I was supposed to get off the stage. Um, then the band was supposed to come on, do their set. <laughs> then after that, um, I was supposed to come back on, do another 10 minutes. Okay. And then introduced the last band. There was also going to be 40 minutes in between the band and then me coming back on because the band that it was on after me had to get their shit set up. Um, it's always great just putting in one comedy act between a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, it's always good, especially <laughs> when people have definitely bought tickets to see um, the bands and not not me at all. <laughs> um, and they're also munted off their fucking faces. <laughs> so the first set went well. It went good and I was like, okay, great. And then the second set I got on stage and the crowd were like this writhing just mess of humans <laughs> Who were like, I could see in their eyes that they like couldn't listen or like their brains were like they were, they could hear, but they couldn't put things together. So not really a great comedy crowd. And it was weird because they were sort of just like yelling at random times like, swans, west coast, (laughs) Richmond. And I was like, I'm so confused. I don't watch the AFL. I'm a North Queenslander. Was it a football festival or something? No. 
<laughs> no, it wasn't. And it was just confusing. Um, and then I was like uh, trying to do my set, but also nobody was listening. But they weren't like – it was weird because I didn't feel bad because they weren't malicious. It wasn't like – I wasn't bombing. They just couldn't hear or understand <laughs> what was going on. Like they weren't That's angry, what I say whenever I, I bomb too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I've had fucked bombs. <laughs> <laughs> But that was weird. It was just weird. Anyway. That is weird. You know, I I also thought was funny was that we were just like, we've kind of gotten into a regular schedule of just like every Saturday morning. Yeah. And it's literally grand final day today and neither of us have even brought it up. <laughs> no. I mean, I don't watch the football. Do you watch the football? Um, No. I don't really like sport, which I feel like I've mentioned before. Um, But I, I feel like... Yeah, some obligation. Technically, I barrack for Collingwood. It's like the one thing my dad and I have in common. He was like really proud that I... You chose Collingwood. Chose Collingwood. I think I, when I was maybe in like grade one or two or something, I I went for like North Melbourne, but it was just based on who fucking knows. It was just like in my eye line when someone asked me. And then he took us to a, um, oh, it was actually a Collingwood and West Coast Eagles game. Oh, which is the final. And anyway, Collingwood won and I was like, I'm a Collingwood supporter now. And like, I've never seen him so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he's like done up his car and like all Collingwood shit. And he like emailed all three of us go pies. And then he, to my sister, he's like, Naomi didn't email me back. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, what email did you send it to? And he's like, her Monash email. What? <laughs> he's like, yeah, bounce back. <laughs> yeah. So of course you, if it. So he got upset even though the email bounced back and it was like, this email doesn't exist anymore. And he's like, she's playing tricks yeah. on me. <laughs> he's a bit of a sook. He contacts me once every four months and then if I don't ring him back the next day, he's like, she doesn't love me. I make all this effort. Um, but, uh, yeah, so anyway, I texted him because a couple of years ago I was like, you can't text. And he was like, I can text. And then I was like, because he just does dad jokes. He just does very much like him and the honey badger would get along, right? And so he's often I think he's like not a funny person, but he's, I was like, yeah, text me right now. And then he just wrote on his phone. He's like, hello, I am sending this under duress because my s- children think that I am dumb. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> um, anyway, but I did text him and I was like, hey, just text me the picture of your car or send it to this email. And I haven't heard back. So maybe he doesn't know how to attach picture messages to her. Yeah. Well, maybe we have a lot of our one communication per <laughs> month. <laughs> That's the max. Um, anyway, so I'm sure he's very excited today. Um, grow the pies, I guess. I mean, I think, I don't know. They're going to win. I don't know. It just, I forgot it was today. The only reason I know about it is because it was a public holiday yesterday, um, which is the only good thing about it is that there's a public holiday in <laughs> Victoria and it's so dumb but I love it because I love not going to work yeah I love it I would love it too if I had that (laughs) (laughs) my friend was like if you don't watch the footy you shouldn't get the day off what and I was like when they recognize a holiday for Eurovision then that's fine I won't take the footy day off I'll take the Eurovision (laughs) day off but until then fuck you yeah (laughs) that's what that also makes that's also unfair. You just say, okay, yeah, I'm gonna watch the footy then, and put two hours of your day out, or however long a game goes for. <laughs> I mean, she was kidding. No, I don't like her. <laughs> just a little she joke from my friend. 
She's very nice. Nah. <laughs> She's in my bad book. Well, she listens to the pod, so. Okay, well then, um, whoever you are, f- w- fine. <laughs> um, all right, we are talking about The Bachelor. Yes, even though it's been a, a, a few minutes. Yeah. You're getting it's that. Been 11 minutes. Okay, cool, cool. Um, that's fine. We can just power through the yeah. bachelor part. Um, Danielle, you seem to be really struggling at this point. Yes. <laughs> I have discovered that I, I, I am really struggling with watching The Bachelor, um, like working myself to, up to watch the episodes <laughs> or just watching while I'm watching them. <laughs> I just feel a deep sense of revulsion and hatred um, towards – Everybody involved in the show, the producers, the honey badger, some of the girls, I'm sorry. I just, the whole thing, I'm I'm hating watching it at this point. I know that we came into this with me being like, yeah, I'm going to watch The Bachelor for the first time. And now I'm like, Jesus Christ. What, because we talked about the fact that I love... I do love trash TV. You do. Well, you say you do. But I I have realised that I'm also used to watching like a highlight reel of the reality. Like I'm watching like (laughs) highlight reels from 90 Day Fiance where the shits hit the fan. (laughs) I'm not watching the nitty gritty. I'm watching the boring shit. I'm watching a highlight reel, which is what I wish The Bachelor was. (laughs) Give me a five minute recap what i want you just want to watch the bachelor unpacked every week yeah (laughs) um mark's been watching a lot of gordon ramsay's kitchen nightmares yeah that is a fun show he's been watching the highlight reels of that and also just the full episodes full episodes yeah he was the other day we were were watching something like he'd casted something from youtube to the tv and we just watched that and then it was just like gordon ramsay season three episode one just a full episode and i look at him and he's like i didn't do that i swear (laughs) We watch, uh, me and Jenna watch a lot of the full episodes of Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. We love it. Oh, yeah, it's great. Um, have you watched the one with the, the cat lady? Who's like, she's she does like, she's like, I speak to my cat. Oh, Amy's Baking Company? Yes, that is. A yeah, that's the classic episode. Um, have, have, have you watched the one with the man who's like, I've got my farm and it's got all my own, I have all my own meat and we have all the meat in the restaurant and it turns out that they just, they don't use any of that meat at the oh, restaurant. Oh yeah, and it was frozen? Yeah. Yes. How many episodes are there? Because I've watched both of these episodes and I remember them. I think you've watched similar ones because they have uh, v- like a lot more views, so they're more to the top of the, like, oh, okay. the queue um, and they're also the most memorable ones. Yeah, there's one with an Australian guy. Yeah. Do you know the one with the Australian guy? Uh, what happened? I They're all a mush. I reckon I've watched 30. He's like really dumb. He thinks he knows fine dining. I mean, they all do. But he's like, oh, and there's like a classic Australian meat pie on the menu. And it's like the, the most disgusting mm. thing you've ever seen. Like, it's like grey. To be fair, that is a lot of Australian meat pies. No, it's not. Grey. Uh, yes, it is. Like grey, like dry, like matter. And then... Like, it looks like brain. Like, I don't know. And then um, and then just wrapped in, like, like wet pastry. Uh. It's really gross. Anyway, and then, like, the next day, Mark and I were walking down the street, and I saw him do his little hand movement. Like, he was, like, talking to himself in his head, because I catch him doing that a lot. <laughs> like, if he's – like, he's very expressive. He's a Sicilian <laughs> man. And, uh, and, yeah, and I just saw him, like, like, throw his hand. And I thought he's, like, thinking of a game – that he'd played and like how he could have won or something like that. Anyway, so I was like, what's on your mind? And he's like, uh, 
just thinking about how I described to Gordon Ramsay what an actual meat pie is supposed to be like. Did you say, can you describe it for me? Yeah, he did describe it. How did he describe it? The the pastry is supposed to be like, have a crunch to it. (laughs) And, you know, it's supposed to stand upright. Like the base is supposed to stand upright. And the the filling is sort of like a meat and gravy thing. But you have to have like chunks of meat. Um, yeah, I'm not going to keep going. So I'm, I'm confused <laughs> by the purpose of Mark explaining what a meat pie is supposed to be like to Gordon Ramsay. Like Gordon Ramsay's Australian. It's an Australian meat pie. Yeah, but they still have meat pies over there. Yeah, but it's like what it means to Australia and how we have them here. Don't insult my man. <laughs> Sorry, but Mark, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay knows what a fucking pie is. He's been to Australia or knows the concept of an Australian pie. <laughs> They're not that different. It's fine. He he can't listen to podcasts, so he won't hear this yeah. anyway. He's um incapable of listening to podcasts. Well, I'm going to cut this excerpt out, send it to him, be like, you've got to listen to this. <laughs> Naomi says something devastating. <laughs> You said something. <laughs> yeah, but I support him. Hopefully, it'll uh, keep him <laughs> to the end of the clip. He, I tried to show him a clip, like a thirty seconds from a podcast that I like, and I was like, we were brushing out teeth. He was flossing, and I put my phone down. We're just we're standing there flossing our teeth, not talking. I press play. He's standing there flossing. He sort of turns around, and then he just starts walking out of the room. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he must have gone to get something. I'll just pause it. And then I go out there and he's just standing in another room flossing. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I just started to wander. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't listen to a podcast. Um, anyway, that was fine. That was actually still more exciting than this episode. This. So um, it's a group date. Nick's there. Um, it's like 50s. And they're going bowling. It's like a whole 50s diner kind of look, which uh, – was that a thing in Australia too? Um, what, tem- 50s? It looks all very like Americana. Yeah, I think that's like uh, – I think that's probably just been like – I don't know. I think that's just the gist of that bowling club. Like, look, it's retro. Oh, right. Like, I don't, I don't think they've kept it up to date since mm. then and it was – yeah. Like, I don't think – Back in the day that they would have had like a Cadillac or whatever that car is just inside the diner. <laughs> I reckon that was brought in as a display to make it seem like a bit more. Look, it's 50s here. I hadn't even taken a look at the actual venue. Yeah, I don't – actually, I don't remember. I just remember their clothes and Nick's horrible um, – I mean, everybody said his arms looked good, but I was too focused on his hair. I actually thought he looked really hot. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he had his, like, his like, little quaff up the top of like his curly hair, but then like the sides of his hair were like slicked back into like a little... Yeah. I hated the They were tied at the back. back. Yeah. Nah. I really liked it for All some right. reason. <laughs> Got me going. I think it's because he did a... um He like bowled. Oh, and then he did a push-up. Yeah, he did a push-up, but, like, he's, he put his, like, pelvis toward – he basically, like, humped the floor, which is how, like, basically male strippers dance. Ah. And I have a thing for, like, men moving their pelvises around. Ah, I think that's uh, part of evolution. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> Just, like, men moving their hips, like, thrusting and stuff. I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with me. 
I think, yeah, no, that's just a part of being uh, attracted to men, I think, and where their dicks are. Yeah. And that's why straight women are doomed. <laughs> yeah, because you see one of the worst men in the world humping the floor and you're like, oh, he's all right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with him. Wish I was under, wish I was on top of that floor. In, be- in, between in between the floor and here. Yeah. Well, that's still on top of the floor. Yeah, yeah it is. You are not wrong. Um. um anyway. This so, is, yeah. yeah, he fucks the floor. Osha comes out. Everyone, I swear Osha said something about how the 50s weren't perfect. Because <laughs> this thing's all about romanticizing the 50s. And he's yeah. just like, you know, not necessarily the best time. <laughs> Osha seems like the greatest dude. Yeah, he is. Um, and he's, yeah, he seems like lovely. And like I watched a clip on Facebook of him and his wife and they seem like they've got a bit. And it's so funny that he's sort of like on this show, which uh, isn't <laughs> necessarily... <laughs> <laughs> that great towards um yeah that's why he gets attacked on twitter anytime anything like bad happens on the show yeah like um i think it was last season like this girl got like really slut shamed for being like a she used to be like a topless waitress yeah and like it was like this thing like you have to tell him all these rumors are swelling about her and then she had to like go and tell him and then like he sent her home but mm-hmm. he sent her home he says for being a bitch which she also was being a bit of a bitch but um but yeah like it was very much about that and then yeah everyone was just like osha what the fuck like you're supposed to be on our side and he's like yeah yeah i didn't really agree with that but blah and he was like oh fuck caught between two worlds i think um yeah it'll be hard but yeah here you see he slipped something i can't remember what he said he but he was like <laughs> you know let's all keep keep it in perspective here <laughs> <laughs> the segregation and you know women couldn't have jobs anyway um but it was beautiful yeah <laughs> and we all had those flouncy poodle skirts <laughs> yeah beautiful um but yeah uh nick on the other hand loves the 50s aesthetic he says that 1950s look does something for me mm-hmm. and i'm like you son of a bitch you just want a wife Who's in the kitchen? Oh, welcome home, honey. Oh, I'm wearing a fucking corset right now. That's how I look this cute. Oh, I've done everything for you. Oh, let me massage your feet. Oh, I won't complain because magazines tell me I'm not allowed to complain. Also, if you abuse me, I can't divorce you because I'll I can't get a job. What else am I gonna do? That could be one option, or maybe he just likes those poodle skirts. No, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know we demonize Nick a lot, but I don't think he's keen on domestic violence based off the fact he likes the look of 1950s attire. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying, Danielle, okay? I'm over it. I fucking hate it when people are like, oh my god, I wish I was born in the 50s or like the 20s. I'm yeah. like, you want to die of polio, do you? No, I would rather, probably, if I'm going to take my guess, it would be better to be born in the next hundred years or a thousand years i don't know <laughs> i h- hope that it's better then and they're like whoa i can't believe that used to happen yeah i was doing a buzzfeed quiz once and mark was watching over my shoulder and it's like which era do you belong in like do you wish you were born in and it was like 20s 50s now future and i clicked future and he's like you just want more rights <laughs> i was like yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. He knows me. Um, whatever. The one thing I noticed is that, like, I was looking at all the women and I was like, Brooke doesn't – there's something about Brooke in this outfit that doesn't, like, click for me. And then I realized that I've never seen someone who isn't white wear 
that outfit before. Oh. The sort of like 50s. It was almost kind of a pin-up aesthetic because they had their like hair quaffed into those big things. But I was like, something doesn't look right. And I was like, oh, that's because I've literally never seen a person of colour like from the 50s who wasn't like a racial like yeah. stereotype caricature. That is true. I was about to say, what about, I think her name was Chachi from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the Italian one? Yeah, what was her name? <laughs> what was it? Her name was like, was it Chachi or something? Ch- Ch- Rizzo? No. Who's, I don't know. The, one, I don't know, the rival one from the other one. Um, let me talk. I'm just Italians are white. Actually, this is a very contentious topic in my household. Let's not get into it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to definitely tell Mark to listen to that bit. <laughs> Um, oh, so, no, her name was Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha. Sorry, and it was Cha-Cha. Oh, Cha-Cha. I love Cha-Cha. <laughs> Cha-Cha. And, okay, I've, Cha-cha. I've found a photo of her and, um, oh, no, this is just costumes, her costumes. But, uh, yeah, okay, so she's not, she's not by any she's means. White. <laughs> she's not by any means any colour apart from very white. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe the name Cha Cha just made me um think oh Spanish <laughs> oh exotic <laughs> sorry we're back off track because this date was boring as fuck um, I like that the girls Brooke was the first one to get a strike of course yeah so um, they had to bowl they yeah. had to bowl and if you get a strike then you get to sit in this oh that's the car because they're like a fake cool car yeah um. From the fifties, and then you get to like sit in it and talk to him. And then if another girl, when another girl gets a strike, then she gets to go. Yeah, speed dating, um, and uh, Brooke speed dating bowling. There has to be at least two yeah. elements to these group dates, and they all have to include sport. <laughs> yeah, that's the rule. Um, and Brooke got the first strike, and she was in the car for apparently two point five seconds. She couldn't answer a question because, um, I who was it? Brittany, Cass, Brittany, Sophie, Sophie got Sophie did a strike. She got in the car and then Brooke alludes to the fact that um, maybe the girls were trying not to get a strike for a while so Sophie could get some time but they all wanted to get her out ASAP because she got the most time with Nick. Yeah. And I was like, I think that's real funny. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it's hard to get a strike. Yeah. And I feel like the first time you like do it like when it – you're at the start, that's when you're most likely to get the strike because you're, like, taking your time and you're thinking about it. And then after that, you're just like, oh, who the fuck cares? Yeah, that's how bowling goes every time. It gets so fucking boring. It's so boring. (laughs) Dash is – sweet Dash is crying because she does bowling with her son sometimes and she misses him. Aww. That made me so sad. Wasn't there – was there a producer with her? (laughs) Yeah, of course, because they're always trying to be like, oh, do you miss him, do you? (laughs) What do you miss the most about him? <laughs> oh, yeah, and how do you feel about the fact that you've been away from him for like three months and he's only five? <laughs> do you think he'll even remember you? <laughs> like they love doing that. So she's very upset. Um, whatever. They take turns sitting in a car with him. It's thrilling. No, it's not. It's boring as fuck. <laughs> and then they, and then they, there's a, then they have to write. Osha comes up to the car, whoever's last in the car, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey, guys! Now we've been we've been having fun in the past, but now it's time to look to the future." And no outfit changes. <laughs> no. They're not wearing silver metallic <laughs> things. Upsetting because we all know in ten years' time 
We're all going to be wearing silver metallic things. <laughs> so they have to write a letter to themselves 10 years in the future, which is really weird because they all – are they trying to predict the future? Yeah, I didn't understand because it's also like basically they're like write a letter to yourself in the future but also we're on The Bachelor so this has to revolve around love. Yeah. <laughs> so don't don't write like things you might have wanted to overcome, maybe issue, issues you have or – Career. Yeah, career. <laughs> it's all got to be do with uh, love, nothing else. So just remember <laughs> that when you're writing it. Try not to be like, oh, I'm finally over my anxiety I'm doing really well with this. Oh, I got promoted at work and now I'm really happy with that. And also maybe uh, I'm content in my life uh, or whatever. Perhaps there's a man, perhaps there's not a man. I don't know. Or a lady. (laughs) Brooke. Um, I thought it was really weird that they're like, but they're like saying what it will be. It was like the secret, like, universe like kind of bullshit they're like writing now like you have a beautiful husband and you have amazing sex still after nearly 10 years and I'm like yeah what the fuck you why are you predicting that you're gonna read that in 10 years and be like what the fuck is all this what does this mean yeah I did not like that it was really weird because like writing a letter to your future self I imagine you'd be like these were your goals now maybe reflect on that how have you changed this is how you feel this like you can't you can't tell your future self in 10 years anything that they don't already know you have nothing to tell them yeah which is why i thought it was so dumb if i read back a letter that i'd written 10 years prior i'd be so embarrassed because you always dumber like whenever you look at your past self you all like i feel like i always roll my eyes no matter how long ago it was i'm like fuck she was a dumb bitch i remember in like year eight we were supposed to write like a letter and then um we gave it to the school and then like in year 12 and they gave the letters back to us and i couldn't understand the letter <laughs> i'd written like inside jokes oh i knew it i knew you'd write inside jokes. Year eight, like inside jokes to myself though <laughs> like little jokes that i have with m- just me <laughs> just me and the jokes didn't – I couldn't understand them anymore. I was like, this is gibberish. What the fuck are you on about, you absolutely insane child? <laughs> no one wants to see a letter of themselves from the past. No, it just makes you think, oh, this is embarrassing. I really had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And, yeah, but Cass – this is a very Cass thing. Because have Cass, I read out – I have, like, something. Have I – What? Have I read that out to you? What? I have like a thing from like my, from when I was 13 no. that my friend sent me. Send it to me. I'm going to read it out. Right. Okay. Read it out. Hi, my name is Naomi. I hope to be president in the year 2023 <laughs> and I know I can do it. I also would like to get my rifle license. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's right. Cause I sent her. Oh, God, I sent her except from my diary a little while ago, and then she sent me back this. So, okay, we did it when we were 14. Oh, boy. <clears throat> so we filled out a little, like, um, question and answer thing, and then we did, or both did, like, a dreams and goals. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, Naomi, age 14, best friends, Alicia and Caitlin. Um, boy, Are you still friends with these people? Um, not Caitlin. I am still good friends with Alicia. Well, she lives in Queensland and we don't talk that much. But you know you That's know good. those friendships where you don't talk that much, but whenever you talk, you're fun because you love each other. Yes. Um, boyfriend, if any. No. Crush. No. Which is weird for me because I always had a crush. Yeah. But I must have just been in between. Um, favorite food. Chicken. Just chicken. Jesus Christ. That's um, so boring. Favorite song. Kinder, Lips of an Angel. Oh, my God. (laughs) Coming from the lips of an angel. Hearing those words, it makes me weep. Um, Beautiful. I was doing a different part of this song. Favourite band, Josie and the Pussycats. Okay. From the live action film, Josie and the Pussycats. Very good. Which is actually still a really good movie. I still highly recommend it. It's very satirical and the music is really good. So okay. respect to myself. Favorite subject, if any. Alicia wrote that part. Um, pottery. Like did you do pottery? pottery at your school? Yeah. That's we had a kiln. Fun. I would have loved to have gone to a school where they did a focus on the arts. <laughs> at my school, they did music and drama at the same time. So you could only pick one. <laughs> How good. Our school nearly didn't have a specialist maths class because there was only seven of us who wanted one. <laughs> Which is pretty bad. But we did it and I got the best mark. No offence. Um, fave colour, red. That was my red phase. I used to wear red. Yeah. Everywhere. You look good in red. Thank you. <laughs> uh, fave holiday place, Rosebud. Which is, is that, I don't know town a couple hours away. They have a lot of mazes. It's like eight different places that are mazes. Is it very good soil for hedges or something? I don't know why they're all there. <laughs> fave place to get away to, stable. <laughs> So, okay. I used to live on this like 20 acres of land and there was like a horse, like an old horse stable. And I went up there literally once and I was like, wow, I'm so contemplative today. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, that's my favorite place. And favorite movie, Josie and the Pussycats, obviously again. Um, But here are my dreams and goals. Oh, wow. Oh, no. It's just like by the time I'm 25, but I'm 25 now. Oh, no. Oh, no. I really hope I'm a famous actress by the time I'm 25. Well, you're on your I way. I do have a pilot. Yeah. And I was on Utopia. So. Very big <laughs> things on um, your way. But if not, a forensic psychologist. Well, that one's uh, – I'm glad you're, you're pursuing one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a renaissance man. I want to have the best sweet 16th with, with Leisha and go to the Deb with my sweetheart? Question mark. Who's that going to be? I did not go to the Deb with my sweetheart. Did you, go to, did you have a Deb? Yeah. Okay. Did you have a dad? No. Um, and stay the good girl and stick by my morals, especially smoking because I hate it and I look like an idiot. I've still never dra- taken a drag of a cigarette. Good. Um, basically, I've achieved all my goals and um, I've stayed true to who I am and I'm still the good girl. Did you have the best sweet 16th with Leash? No. We had a falling out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we weren't close after that. Um <laughs> Not a great time. Um, I'm trying to remember what I even did for my sweet for my 16th birthday. 
I don't know if I did anything that big. I was a bit of a loser. I uh, was definitely a big loser because I remember (laughs) my sweet 16th and what I did. And what I did is I had maybe eight of my friends over to my house and we had like a gazebo out by the deck. Um, Balinese themed because I'm from a proper Bogan family. Um, Cute, very <laughs> cat. <laughs> yeah, and um, I I'd set up the TV and the PlayStation out there, and um, it was a sing star night. Um, <gasps> That's actually great. And then my mum came out drunk in a hula skirt, I'm um, in a <laughs> coconut bra. Oh my god! <laughs> started trying to embarrass me by dancing along to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know. She had it from like a, a work party or something. It's just in her mind. I don't know why. she. I think she just thought it was real funny to embarrass me. And I was like, Mom, no. I'm already embarrassed enough being myself. <laughs> anyway, that's my mom. That's really funny. <laughs> She sounds fun. <laughs> I think that's what I've come to realize is I actually quite like my mum. I just uh, I just had a problem with her when she was trying to embarrass me. But oh, I would also do that if I was a parent. <laughs> like, yeah, that's real funny. Yeah, you would do shit like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Although John, I did once say to me once when my mum was in town, my mum was like telling all these stories about like times like she'd found dead animals and stuff around the house. And John said to me after, he was like, it's weird, your mum's like, she tells all the same stories that you would tell, but when she tells them, they're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> Some good good uh, figuring us out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cute. Um, okay, whatever. They write letters to their future selves. Cass is crying. She's like, you met your soulmate at 23 and you've been together for 10 years and you're so happy, which is like basically... Her saying she'll be with Nick. They're all saying they'll be with Nick. Yeah. Well, I think I think Cass's was more you'll be with Nick because she said like, um, like you you put it in your diary or whatever that you wanted him, and then yeah, it happened, and then you've been so happy, and he makes you feel the way, and she's like said he makes her feel that way, and she's crying, and like, ev- like she made it seem like they'd already fallen in love. It was just real sad because. I fucking hate Nick and he should have gotten rid of her yeah. right at the start. And I know that the producers like would have been like, nah, you've got to keep her around. But at some point he would have been able to say like, no, like I know her. I don't want to hurt her. Like, Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was so dumb. And then Dasha is like reading about her son and starts crying. And then she's like, sorry, I have to stop. And then Nick goes up to her and he's like, hey, you can keep doing it. <laughs> it's like, fucking leave her alone. Maybe she yeah. doesn't want to. She doesn't have to. I did like that Dasha didn't mention a partner or anything at all. She just talked about her son, Leon. Yeah, it was so cute. Yeah. She was like, he was 15 and he's grown into a beautiful man and he's still oh. your best friend. And I was like, oh, no, Dasha, so you sweet angel. Oh, my God, it's so cute. It reminds me of my sister and her son. <laughs> can I say I'm upset that with this episode i'm upset with this season because uh now my heroes like my heroes are dasha and cass Mm -hmm. and i just don't know i just i feel upset (laughs) do you want to articulate that (laughs) because i feel upset that nick's that everybody's boring yeah and then that the two 
like wonderful people who just have niceness in their hearts. Yeah. And are willing to like give and give and give and give and then like they get cut because Britney's like, and we'll still be having good fucks after 10 years. (laughs) Uh, Britney, it's only 10 years. That's not. You're like all these years. That's not. It's not twenty years. It's not thirty. <laughs> ten years isn't that long. That's a long amount of fucking, though. Yeah, but it's not that long in the terms of like how long have like you and Mark been together? Like you've been together like what five years? Oh yeah. Like oh like, yeah. Like double that amount of time. Like, and you still like in your head. You're not like we've been together for forever. <laughs> you're like you can still remember to before the we old were together. Ball and chain. Yeah, it's not um, like it's that long. That is actually a good point. I forgot we'd been together that long. Um, because time flies, yeah. bitch. Um, having fun, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah, but I just thought a weird thing to predict. B, she's just saying I'll fuck you. I'll fuck you forever, man. Yeah. And I fuck good. I fuck you and I fuck good. I don't think she fucks good. Hmm. Sorry. No. Maybe she does. I don't know. I feel like she's like somebody who I feel like is um, cultivating uh, the way they appear all the time. Like not wanting to show like that she's upset without like perfectly like making making it be at the right time or in the right way. Yeah. Like I'm like you don't show emotion really no i don't know i didn't i don't really pay much attention to her when she's on screen she's very i mean this is i know that i don't want to be mean to people but i find her quite boring to watch yeah so do i hurricane britney yeah you're not in no way is she a hurricane (laughs) okay so um whatever Whatever. Um, sorry, I was taking off my jacket. <laughs> a little grunt. Um, so because Britney said that she'll fuck him for 10 years, um, she gets some single time alone mm. with him. Um, in Max Brenner. In Max Brenner. <laughs> and uh, they... Oh, is that when he said, let's get chocolatey? Yeah, and then they showed uh, a that, picture of the cups with the Max Brenner logo. Oh, uh, okay. That reminded me of, and you haven't seen it, but there's... um In a, in a previous season, in Richie Strand's season... There was an episode where they had a chocolate bath and it was like a collective like traumatic event for all of Australia because it looks so disgusting and they're just like covered in chocolate and it was like really, really gross. So, but who wants to sit in chocolate? I feel like you'd get out and be oily as well. Like, yeah. Was it like pure chocolate? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Why would anybody think that's a good idea? Yeah, it was fucking... Everyone was. Well, well, I mean, we still talk about it. Today. Like when when he said, "Let's get chocolatey," the first thing I did was find a gif of that and like tweet it. And then I and then I looked at all the latest and like everyone was just like, "Not again!" <laughs> that would have been so filthy. Did they like smooch in the chocolate and get chocolate all over each other's faces and shit? Yeah. No, yuck. If that was me, I would have been like, "I'm going waist deep, and that's it." <laughs> and even like he tried to give her a rose, but then that got covered in chocolate as well. And, and then they ended up together and subsequently broke up. But um, yeah, it was really fucking disgusting. Yeah, it just looks like you're sitting in shit. Yeah, it does. 
so gross. I got to show you some pictures because um, anyone who's no. watched The Bachelor. No, I do not want to see it, Naomi. <laughs> All right, I'm going to message it to you. Um, or you can just look on the Twitter account where I live tweet because I put it there and clearly you don't fucking read it. Sorry, I was out. And you know what? You like were out. Twitter. You were out. I don't like Twitter. You know, I don't like Twitter. And yes, I was out. Sorry, I've got a You were out for the whole, Sorry. for the past 72 hours, you've just been out. Yes, pretty much. So there. <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Nick says they have so much in common, similar sense of humor. What, you mean none? Yeah, I agree. Um, and, <laughs> and then they kiss. And who cares? Did you get a rose? I don't fucking know. Um, uh, no, she didn't. She didn't. No one's getting a rose at this point because it's too close to call. Um, oh, yeah. And then he has his final date with Sophie. It's the last single date. Obviously, last episode, she drew on a whiteboard and got a date. Um, and <laughs> so it's in an ice skating rink. He's like, are you good at ice skating? And she goes, I mean, I did it in high school. So you'd think I'd be good. <laughs> but I'm just okay. Yeah, but I was more confused by... She said she did it at school for Thursday sport. And I was like, what sort of crazy expensive private school does ice skating for sport? Um, Yeah, as soon as I looked at her, I was like, money. She comes from money. I mean, most of these women. Yeah. Who did I not think comes from money? I don't... I didn't think... Um, out of the top six, I thought Sophie comes from money. Brittany comes from money. Um, who else? Tass? No. no. Oh, actually, shit. She kind of does come from money, yeah. but I didn't She's get that vibe from her. Horses and like, like her house seemed nice. Yeah, save but, it, save it for the oh, next sorry. episode. Sorry. My God, sorry. sorry. Um, and what? Yeah, no. I just Sophie and Brittany, especially. I was like, yeah. you give me the same vibe that my ex boyfriend's family and his friends. Yeah, got, and that was the vibe that like they went to the races a lot. Yeah, anybody And like, had a pool table in their house. I'm a water baby. <laughs> I just love being out on the water all the time. It's like, uh, unless... With like, whose money? <laughs> yeah, know? I'm like, if if you've come from not money, the only time you've been on a boat is to, like, catch a ferry to Magnetic Island so you've gotten seasick. <laughs> or you had to, you've gotten on, like, a family friend's boat to go fishing. <laughs> and you've just seen heaps of fish guts and also gotten seasick. Yeah, or... And then they've driven the boat into the beach and just dropped you off in the water and said, wait there until we're done fishing and we'll come pick you up on the way back to the jetty. Oh, no. Oh, Danielle. And then you've had to wait on the beach all day. Oh, Danielle. Or you dated <laughs> a guy whose dad owned a company that had an annual water skiing trip. What the fuck is that? Yeah. And so you went water skiing one time with them and then you went on a thing called a biscuit where you just hold on and the guy driving the boat tries to flip you off. But then you're so good at holding on that then he's like, I'm going to get you off this time. I mean, not like that. Um, He's like, I'm going to flip you off this time. And then he gets you to sit on it with like five other fully grown men. And then he does flip you off. But then under the water, your head, like your face smacks into the back of that one of those guys head and you have a massive bruise on your face. And then you go home to see your parents and your stepdad's like, what's that bruise? And I'm like, oh, some guy hit me as a joke because, like, technically that's what happened. And then your stepdad goes, who is he? I'll fucking kill him. And you think he's playing along with the joke, but then he find out a week later that he was serious. <laughs> and that now there's three men dead. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. I was just like, ha, 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 bye. And he's like, I have to kill. 
Anyway, um, yeah, so that is a really good point. Water babies are just people with money. Because it would never occur to me to just go on the water. No. Yeah. With Where do you get a boat? I, do, I, I, I can't help you with these things. Do you know, I know a girl, um, but she again, she wasn't from money. She just lived up the street from me, but her family were very much into fishing. And she got her um, boat license before she got her learner's driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jess. <laughs> That's so fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, okay, so they... Uh, I just think it's so funny. She's like, you think I'd be good? Ha, 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 ha. But I'm just all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, good one. Good one, idiot. Um, so they get dressed in the gear to play like hockey. Um, and they're like laughing so much at how much gear they have to put on. And it's the funniest thing that's ever happened to anyone in the world is how they have to try and put these shin guards on. Oh, it's so funny. Um, yeah. And then they, and then they play and they, I don't even, man, I fully checked out of this one. They, they play, but if Soapy loses, she has to kiss Nick. What happens if she wins? Whatever, she loses. Nick has to kiss her. <laughs> um, and then they just roll around on the ice and make out. And then he's like, I've got something for you. And then he gets up. And I swear he nearly fucking cuts her head off with his yeah. blade of his shoe. Did you see him? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> they tell you that, like, if you're in the ice skating rink, they're like, don't even put your hands flat on the ice. Mm-hmm. And Fists she's got only. a fucking head. Yeah, and he just, like, skates right past her face. Mm. God, I was like, oh. Um, and then he goes and gets her a polar bear. And Nick, ever the quick thinker, she says, what's his name? And he goes, bear. <laughs> That's almost as funny as when Steph Crothers said something funny and he said, fair enough. <laughs> I don't know what's better. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh at this point, I've written, I want to die. So it's not just you, Danielle. No. Yeah, it, <laughs> Actually watching it is a nightmare, but I like participating in the culture. It was horrible. I hated this date so much because then after that, we went back to the batch pad and we went for a swim in the pool. And um, there was... In the spa. In the spa. Sorry. And there was a lot, a lot more smooching and like hot and heavy and like he was copping a feel big time. Yeah. And then she didn't get a rose. And I was like, that is rude. Well, I think you just can't give out a rose at this point because there's too few women left. Well, then don't fucking rub up a a woman's whole body on national TV (laughs) and mack on with her and then make her feel like... um, Because, like, this is like her, you know, like, you would be like... Surely the producers can tell you that, like, oh, he can't give out roses on dates or something anymore. Mm. Or something like that. So that because she was upset, because she'd be like, "Yeah, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> w- did you just use me <laughs> for copping a feel?" There is a quote. Is there? There is a quote from, um, obviously, a question that Carl Sanderlands asked. Here you go. I might have picked the wrong show. The American ones, the go, the one to go for if you're into that sort of gear, mate. I'm a red blooded male, and when you're in a spa and you've been locked up for a couple of months, and you've got some cracking sword on your lap, and you're starting to connect on a few levels, and you're starting to exchange saliva, and one thing leads to another, um, and then Carl Sanderlin says, like, suggests that he might have might have pulled the swimmers to one side. Oh, yuck. Yeah, I hate Carl Sanderlin. And then, and then he goes, and then Nick goes, 
either that or you just grab them and put them up on the side of the pool and start having a kiss and all of a sudden the producers come in and bloody separate you for some flaming reason. <laughs> so clearly they got that shot of them making out and then they were like, okay, okay. <laughs> out you get, put it away. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so um, that's what happened. Mm. You clearly had like a massive boner that yeah. she's probably like rubbing up against it. Yeah. Oh my God, that is... That is pure conjecture. Um, but <laughs> I just had to say that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it was too sexy. Too it sexy for TV. Too, too, I felt it was, I was getting too worked much. up. Like, oh, yeah, I was like, oh. well, I wasn't getting worked up. I was annoyed. I was pissed off. What the, why? Yeah, it was almost porn. Yeah. I was like, that is enough. For you and give her a rose. Now. <laughs> it reminded me of um Sam Wood, who was um Bachelor season three. And one of the intruders actually, Lana. They got like really hot and heavy in a spa, kind of like that. And then yeah, she lost. <laughs> I think that was in the top two, and then she lost. And it was like, Ooh, you dog, you can't do that. No. Nah. Um. Anyway, we get to the cocktail party. And uh, Cass has set up a cute little Hawaiian thing. She clearly was like, fuck, Sophie was on or something. (laughs) Realised a little bit too late. So then she, like, um, gives him a little Hawaiian shirt and herself as well. And then she has, like, little ukuleles. Yeah. And then they sing each other a little little tune. And his is lame, but hers is so cute. Yeah. She's like... When I saw Nick for the first time, I thought he's funny and damn what a honey. <laughs> I love you, Cass. Cass is the best. Yeah. She's so sweet. Um, And yeah, so so Sophie is a bit upset. She didn't get a rose. Um, But there's only four. You can't yeah. give them out prematurely. If you'd given one to Brittany and Sophie, then there'd only be two left. Yeah. It'd be weird. Yeah. Um, But I mean, you could have just given one to Sophie. Brittany, like, won a date. So it's not as much as like a single date, you know? Yeah, but it's hometowns. Yeah. But we're going into hometowns, which as I... don't I care. Don't feel up a woman like <laughs> that on national TV and then make her feel like she's not good enough. <laughs> like she lost something. Like what? What was I supposed to do? <laughs> You're right. You're right about that. Um, I love when they all talk about hometowns. I tweeted this and it went quite well Um, because it's always reminded me of how um, on Glee they talk about regionals. It's yeah. like we got to get to regionals. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I got to get to hometowns. Okay, and welcome back. <laughs> uh, we just um, had a small tech issue. You could probably just edit it out, Danielle. Well, I think last time it did it, I feel like when I tried to edit them out and I didn't mention it, it sounded weird because like we'd come back from a. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think it's good to just like be like, ah, and welcome back. Okay, cool. Okay. I'll leave, we'll leave all this in. Okay. <laughs> um, so then we get to the rose ceremony and, um, oh, sorry, Dasha talks about how much she misses her son. Yeah, she shows him some photos. And then this is the first time it's ever occurred to Nick that people are having a rough time being there and yeah. being away from their loved ones. Yeah. Because he travels, he used to travel for football and stuff. So, you know, someone at my work told me that he's not even a very good rugby player. What? I thought he was like their star athlete. Yeah, me too, from the way they built it up. Yeah, nah, he's just like average. What the fuck? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what I heard. 
And they're like, he plays for the Wallabies. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I thought that was Australia. It is, but I don't think it's very good. Yeah, is, is he in like a regular side? I don't know. He's not in anything anymore. Yeah, I he's know. He's retired. He's taking he's a year up. off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> he's not coming back. Um, oh, my God. This is literally just like season two of Unreal. I haven't watched that. I watched like oh. the first two episodes of Unreal. Um, it's uh, it's a, an athlete who's like oh. a footballer, but he's like injured. Mm. But it's a secret. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, Emily and Dasha go home. As yeah. we both predicted last episode. Yeah, obviously. So we got our final four that we both predicted. Yep. Yep. Well, that was, I mean, pretty obvious. Yep. Yeah. So we've got Sophie, Brittany, Brooke, and Cass going mm-hmm. into hometowns. Yep. And it's going to be a wild ride that Heckers. we've already watched and was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we can talk about that next step. Um, follow us everywhere. Um, subscribe and leave a review. Please. Um, please. Oh, I wonder if anyone left us a review. Did they? I don't know. We'll see. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Why not? La, la, la. Do we okay. get one? Um, Did we, we get have our first two bad new one? reviews. Ooh. No, we've oh. only gotten five star reviews. Okay, good. Because people are so cute. Thank you, people. <laughs> um, so this one's from Rebecca Langman. Who says, loves it. Naomi and Danielle are the big sisters I always wanted but never had. Um, I'm offended. Big sister. I'm 12. How dare you? <laughs> You're 25 as you stated earlier. I'm 12. <laughs> You're old enough to be somebody's big sister. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> um, and then another one um, by Freakin' Geek. True love. I could listen to this all day. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> even with my technical issues yeah. of me trying to edit the pod, me really taking on a feedback from Naomi about volume and learning how to adjust the volume and uh, phase it out when the, the microphone's playing up and we have uh, uh, peaks and stuff. And then, yeah, it turns out I'm deaf. Um, I'm quite deaf, so I can't match the volumes and things like that. And I'm just like, I don't know. I can hear both voices. That's enough for me. <laughs> Yeah, so that, yeah, I'm um, pretty sure in the last one you edited like the our tracks are out of time. Oh no! So there was like an echo on everything, but on my voice it was like an echo before I spoke. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Uh, I feel like every time you edit an episode, I'm just like, "Hey Danielle, here's what we should work on this." <laughs> I'm so bad at technology. That's fine because I'm always late. So yeah, I feel like we honestly being late is. Oh, I need to tell you about something that happened. Okay, being late. Lateness is my number one pet peeve because oh, I'm so sorry. in my mind it's like you don't respect my time and this week I was supposed to meet up with um, my mum's boyfriend, my sister and my stepsister and I was at the restaurant at 6, uh, sorry at 5.58 because our reservation was at 6 <laughs> okay. and so I sat in the chair and then I knew that the uh, they were going to be like 10, 15 late because they were stuck in traffic and I was like okay that's fine whatever. But then at 6.50, 6.50, I got up and left. That's fair. That's 50 minutes. That's 50 insane. Minutes. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is not okay. <laughs> and then I got into a big argument and uh, I was annoyed. Um, the one thing I do is I am often late. Um, I admit that. It's part of, it's like a quirky thing and therefore it's not a flaw. Um, <laughs> but I always say how far off I am. 
And yeah. I'm always 100% honest about that because I fucking hate it when people are like, I'm five minutes off and then like literally 40 minutes later they get there. I'm like, just tell me that you're 40 minutes off because yeah. then I can fucking do something else. Otherwise, I'm just like sitting on my couch Waiting. being like, any yeah. second now. No, I even like, my sister is always does that shit. So I just get her to send me and like, for other friends as well. When I know people are like that, I just get them to send me their live location because yeah. I don't trust them. <laughs> it's honestly, 50 minutes is too long. Yeah, that's absurd. I was like, I'm at a table for four people. <laughs> and everyone's like, that girl is unlikable. Because <laughs> four people don't want to be At least it wasn't like a two-person table because then I yeah. feel like people would have been like, oh, oh no. you stood up on a date. And, and you didn't even dress up for it. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Obviously, he's not coming. <laughs> Look at you. And I was, ah, oh, I was so annoyed. Anyway, that's fair. Anyway, I'm sorry, but um, again, I feel like we balance each other out. Thank you. Agree with me. Danielle, yeah. Yes, I agree with it you. It was 15 minutes in your own house. Okay. <laughs> My God. Anyway, it's fine. Hometowns next app. Can't wait. Get pumped. Um, thanks for leaving us reviews. That's really sweet. Um, Thank and, you so much. Uh, what else? Music um, by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you're new to the podcast and you've made it this far, we just pick a song every week and sing over it. And I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> Some of them, I think, uh, we've got a really good one. For the next episode yeah. or this episode, depending on where we put this I think they're both on. good this week. True, they are very, they're very fun to listen to. Yeah, some of my most talented. I, my friend um, Peter, who I used to, Tara, she's gone. She left. Good. Right. I hope she left her keys again, and she can't get back in. <laughs> Tara. Um. Anyway. My friend Peter, he listens to the podcast and he came to my house and I was still just finishing up editing a little song to send to you to put in the pod you were editing. And I was just doing that and he just came up to me and he goes, oh, Naomi, I love your podcast. The music is not for me. (laughs) I was like, you fucking dick. Why would you say that? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know why I said that to you. I should have just kept that to myself. The music is not for me. Well, too bad. It's our one joy. We have to watch The Bachelor every week. Yeah, exactly. For I think, you. I think he thinks it's a little self-indulgent, which um, they're definitely getting longer every week, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, I stopped recording one at 50 seconds, which is <laughs> far too long. They should be 15 Yeah, that was max. what we said. It would be 15 seconds, and um, now they're like a minute. We're going to have our five-minute long EP ready <laughs> by, the, by the end of The Bachelorette. <laughs> Anyway, um, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you in a few days. Oh, we're also doing it Sunday and Wednesday now, not Sunday and Tuesday because we are tired. (laughs) Yes. And uh, sometimes things come up and it's hard to get things edited. Yeah. In time. Yep. Like last week when I just forgot I had to edit it. That's what came up for me. Yeah. So blame Naomi. (laughs) Okay. Well, you did it the week before. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. The week before you sent me a corrupt file. Yeah. So some of the blame's on you and some of the blame's on me. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, like we always see, say here on the pod, bye. bye. <laughs> I was going to do some improv there or oh, something, okay. but we do always say bye. <laughs> we do. Oh, no, that's cool. That'll do. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.